Hello, and my name is Peter Rushma, and I'm your host today of a Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners and professionals just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success or you're already smashing it but want to continue to level up, we're here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Just real, frank and raw conversations. Hello, I'm joined today by Chelsea Peak. She's Head of People at CCM Group and Trusted PPE. They've seen a 300% growth in their team over the past year and have done absolutely amazing things. I'm really excited to hear about her half dozen things for enabling greatness. So please do tune in. I hope you enjoy it. So the red light's rolling. I'm joined today by Chelsea Peak from CCM Group. I'm absolutely delighted to have you on the on the show today, uh, uh, Chelsea. And uh, are you able to just sort of introduce yourself a little bit for the guests, please? Yes, of course. Um, thank you very much for having me on. Um, it's a nice way to start the week. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm Chelsea. I'm Head of People at CCM Group. Um, we're a creative agency um, and we specialise in, I think, um, the print and creative side and then that's our B2C side of the business no B2B sorry B2B side of the business and then the B2C um, we've developed over the last year um, since Covid which um, the brand Trusted PPs developed from um, you might have heard about it it's been on the radio we've had digital billboards sort of all over the country um, and then um, I think the next exciting brand that we're developing is Real Scooters, um, which, again, there should be more of that coming out shortly. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that, Chelsea. So um, just for the benefit of the listeners, uh, Chelsea and uh, Trusted PPE, I heard it on the radio the other day. I was driving along listening to Capital Extra and on it came and I was like, I'm sure that's Chelsea's business. So I dropped a LinkedIn <laughs> message over and I got a big smiley face back, which was amazing. <laughs> it, it, it's great to get feedback when people put two and two together. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, amazing. And I really like um, the trusted PPE brands, amazing as well. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think you've done a fantastic job over the past 12 months with that. So um, Chelsea's half dozen things are really, really interesting and insightful as well. We've, uh, as a business, we've been doing some work with Chelsea and it was such an insight getting to go over and sort of see how they're building their team and the the company culture and the ethos that you're building as well so i'm really excited to hear about those so the half dozen things are around enabling greatness and they are mental health and wellness flexible working sustainability physical health people development and training as well so they're half dozen fantastic things so we'll just sort of get it going straight away talk to me a bit more about mental health and wellness and and how you're implementing that at CCM at the moment and through the business and the people yeah obviously um the last year's been crazy um in terms of covid side of things um at CCM we've actually gone from having about 16 members of staff um to we've just had our 47th start with us today um so I think that's how my role's developed in the company is to be looking after the employees because again they're 
they're what make our business. Um, so on the back of me stepping into that role, sort of the middle of last year, um, we introduced wellness sessions um, and they were called Wednesday Wellness. Um, but again, we've listened to people and worked with people. So we've had a mixture of internal and external speakers who have come in or not just speakers. I mean, we've got um, a young girl in the office who's training to be a yoga instructor and oh. she's done yoga sessions for us all, which has been fantastic. Um, but there was feedback was that one, they were too long because it was for like an hour over the Wednesday lunchtime. And it meant that people were struggling to then get a bite to eat. Um, and also that with it just being restricted to a Wednesday, um, some people couldn't make it if they had other appointments on on a Wednesday. Um, so since our company years just started again, beginning of March, um, we've listened to that feedback and we're now doing um, Monday motivation sessions, Thursday thrill sessions, flexible Friday sessions. So we've sort of, um, and they're not as long. So they're about 30, 40 minutes now as opposed to the full hour. So Again, it's just working with people to see what excites them and what works for them. That's that's really, really interesting. And so there's a there's a few things to pick up on there. One is like a 300 percent growth in the in the team <laughs> over the past 12 months. Um, so that must have presented some real, real challenges. And then also around around the ethos that you're that you're building into the team and really listening to them and, and what you can do to help improve productivity and improve their well-being as well. So I, th- I guess sort of first of all, what has been um in that sort of growth of people, what's been sort of your 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 biggest challenge as you've as you've sort of grown over the past twelve months? What sort of challenges have you faced? Probably the biggest one's been communication. Um, obviously, with COVID and lockdown and homeschooling and having to work from home, um, we were quite lucky in terms of our systems meant that they were all cloud based. So in theory, people can work from everywhere and anywhere. Um, but in terms of everybody being able to tie in and know what everybody else is doing. Um, so instead of a monthly um, company meeting, we now hold it every Monday morning. So everybody's just got an insight into what everybody's doing. Um, so that's probably the biggest that I would say has been fundamental, really. Um, and finding excuses to touch base with people. So um, one of the ladies had a great idea um, of doing cup of catch-ups. And we have a roulette wheel each week um, where you get drawn out of the hat with another person and you have a 10 minute cup of tea with them at some point during the week. Because, again, if you're working from home for months on end, sometimes you don't get to see anybody or hear from anybody other than your direct team. Um, So it's been a great way, really, of just talking about and finding out about, you know, we've had a lot of new starters. So it's been a really good way of um, everybody being introduced to everybody as well fantastic yeah absolutely fantastic and with regards to the the sort of ethos and the culture you're trying to build through the business as well which is obviously a real challenge as well whilst working remotely but I can see the the proactivity you've got in doing that what what is it that that's so important to you because you're you're really heavily investing in that aren't you and and, and what is it that you see as the benefit against just I suppose doing nothing Chelsea I think, again, I suppose we come back to the enabling greatness side of it and the fact that everybody's at work too long to not be enjoying what they're doing. And by empowering people to enjoy what they're doing on a day-to-day basis and believe 
in what they're doing, then that has a rub off effect. So whether you're customer facing, if you're enjoying and feeling empowered in the job you're doing, then that rubs off on your customers or it could be purchasing with suppliers. Um, but at the end of the day, it's our individuals that need to feel that to then be able to cascade it out and the knock on effect. Yeah, amazing. No, and, and I think that's um you, you you can see that as you as as you approach the business from everything that you do and in, in throughout everything that you do. It's fantastic. Um excellent. Okay, so let's talk a bit more about the the flexible working. So you've you've kind of done that by design, haven't you, as you've as you've grown over the past 12 months. Is this something that you were doing pre-COVID or is it something that you've had to adapt to? A little bit of both. I think we've been it's it's definitely got more since COVID with people home working and the systems and the communication channel. So we use Slack um, as our instant communication, which is a great tool for teams to be able to keep in touch. And we actually use it with customers as well um, now because of how handy it is to just get quick responses from everybody. Yep. Um, but we've yeah, company year just started. We've just introduced the work from en- anywhere. Um, because we've got lots of people who, you know, they've got family in Poland or family in Brazil um, or a holiday cottage in Spain. Um, and it's actually the fact that, well, you know, rather than having to take seven days off or 10 days off to be able to go see family, they can take three days off and actually work four days whilst yeah. they're there. So they're still getting the interaction and whatever. It's just that flexibility just because, um you know you're not in the office doesn't mean you can't do your job yeah amazing i think that's uh it's such a refreshing outlook as well i think um giving people that flexibility to be able to work from anywhere is really empowering isn't it and i think um that will stand you in really good stead for your future growth as well for sort of retention and and, and that sort of thing as well because every, people are going to start demanding it soon to an extent so if you're ahead of that curve um one of the notes you'd put on the on sort of the second area with with working flexibly was not just sort of working from anywhere but away weekend what what does what what do you mean by sort of the away weekend uh, Chelsea well we're currently in the process of trying to book a long weekend to company long weekend away and um, for when lockdown lifts just again to promote our you can work from anywhere theory so it'll be fairly local for everybody if people wanted to stay over or not um but yeah, just again, it, it's all well and good of saying it, but you know, <laughs> anybody can say anything. We actually want to show that you know yeah, we can go and sit in a large mansion somewhere with whatever, or around a pool in a hotel, or wherever it may be, and you can still answer your emails, take phone calls. It's uh, it's the flexibility awesome. side of it. Yeah. One of the thing, one of the things I meant to ask you with with the with the growth in in the business over the past twelve months. Has that been has that been by accident? Has it? And I, I don't mean that um, uh, in a bad way, but I mean, has it been sort of an accidental success, or was it really planned? Did you anticipate that to happen, and you'd sort of really planned out the different steps? How would that? How has that sort of come to fruition? Well, I think the level of growth we've had was more of a five-year plan than a one-year plan Um, (laughs) and the reason that it's happened has been COVID um, and the fact of the PPE side of the business so um, we've always had the creative side of it Axis was set up for the brand development which has then created the trusted PPE in the real 
um, which obviously with COVID, the PP side of it's just boomed. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the escalated the growth plans, if you like. Got you. Got you. Okay. And um, so one of the things I was going to move on to around with, with sustainability as well, as we sort of start to explore that, because that's something flagship started to explore because we work predominantly in the transport sector. A lot of our, um, a lot of our clients have got heavy goods vehicles and the fuel consumption they'll run on diesel. And um, it's, it's a real challenge. So one of the things we're looking to do for us, but also to support our clients as well is really start to look at that environmental and sustainability impact. But you guys are like really advanced on this. Um, and one of the things that I was caught in and then I saw that you were doing was the ecology planting trees and stuff. So I'm really interested to hear a bit more about that. So talk to me a bit about, because that, that's one of your core values, sustainability, isn't it? And and it I is, think that's yeah. woven into this new product by the sounds of it with scooter. I'm just making a bit of an assumption with the scooters. I think they're going to be quite a sust- sustainable form of transport as well. So yeah, really excited to hear a bit more about sort of how that's going for you. Yeah, no, of course. Um, yeah, climate positive workforce. It's what we're aiming for. Um, I think we've invested heavily over the last few months in um, a fleet of electric vehicles. Um, again, there's charge points gone into the office um, to help with that. Um, and it's open to all employees. So again, it doesn't have to just be at a director or a manager level. Um, we've got a couple of the warehouse guys who've signed up for it. Um, so yeah, we're just, that is the future. That's, you know, we want to be part of that. We want to be pushing that. We want to be promoting that. Um, we've been working on our energy bills as well, our energy provider being a green energy provider. Um, and then, like you say, the ecology um, one has just, that spiralled as well because we've had a lot of um contacts who have heard or seen about it and we've done different promotions so we've had customers sign up and plant 100 trees in their own forest um and yeah it's brilliant i mean trusted pp's done a big piece there um donating part of um the money they make on certain items goes towards trees so again it's however we can tie it in and make it work we will do amazing so first of all um I just want to pick up on on the electric cars. That sounds like how, how how have you how have you sort of implemented that with with people? Because electric cars are really really expensive, right? So is that like via sort of a salary sacrifice, or is it through um, like a company car scheme? How, how's that sort of been structured? So it is a salary sacrifice, um, and again. Um, Our finance uh, director's done great because she set up a spreadsheet that everybody's got access to that they can go and put in all the details and it actually works out, one, how much salary you would have to sacrifice, but actually overall what it comes, weighs up at. Um, Amazing, yeah. Yeah, it's just a great way of uh, highlighting you can make such a big difference by not actually sacrificing very much at all. Yeah. Okay. And I suppose that's transparency in the way of against a sort of run of the mill diesel vehicle from a cost comparison point of view. That's some clever stuff. <laughs> is that is that spreadsheet freely available, Chelsea? Or uh... I'm sure uh, I can speak nicely. <laughs> no, genuinely sounds really interesting. That genuinely sounds really interesting. I've seen um I've seen the company post with your Teslas and things like that. So I think that's uh, I think that's incredible stuff that you're doing as well, as well as you know giving people access to really good quality cars as well, which is fantastic. Okay, so we've um, from an energy point of view, I suppose you 
you've moved into new premises, haven't you? So you'll have seen an energy cost spike, I imagine, anyway. Um, yeah. But you're, you're working with with people from a, from a green point of view to try and reduce the footprint there. Uh, what I'm interested to understand a bit more about is the ecology. So how, how's that worked for you? And um, are you able to explain it? Because I'm sort of fairly new to the concept. I understand that you it, essentially there's so many trees planted per member of staff to be able to come become climate positive i know they do like they do um like carbon neutral and then they do the package which is climate positive which is obviously the one you're going for how, how does that work and, and and what what do you do there chelsea and how many trees does it plant for example again it can change i suppose again we've it's been a bit of a weird time because obviously people aren't traveling into the office as much like they would normally be but again in our industry where it's print and there's paper being used for the print jobs we use we've we've sort of tried to work it out where it's there's a balance and a consistency with it um and then on the trusted ppe side like i said we've we've donated money from each sale towards that um one as a promotion to encourage people to obviously buy ppe because they need to be wearing it and using it, but also they're doing their bit then to give back. So we want to sort of escalate it. It isn't just an internal company thing we're doing. We want to be promoting. We want to be everybody to be doing a bit and realising the importance of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's vitally important. And and it's. Um, I think if if everyone got involved, I think it would make such a big impact. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's the thing because it's only it's it's marginal gains across businesses, but I think if ever you know if we ha- can scale something like that up, I think it'd be absolutely incredible the impact we can make. Um, yeah, fantastic. And how have you seen that? So one, I, I know sort of from an enabling greatness point of view, your 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 team are um, of a, a younger generation, so to speak. I don't know what the sort of the gener- generational percentages are, but that's something, do you find that that's something that's quite impactful for them as well? Because it's something that we talk about sort of more and more and means a lot more to, to younger people as they come into the workplace. Have you sort of seen that sort of flowing through the business? I think it's, just, yeah, people just realise that they can do something to support it. Um, and what's lovely, again, we've had um, various people who've, put money towards it themselves or wanting to do more than just what we're doing Um, and what's lovely about ecology is that you can actually send somebody so whatever they've donated you can send them a link of where their trees are planted so they've got a reference and a map and it's it's just yeah which country where about it's just it's it's a lovely tool to be able to visualize actually what you've done yeah awesome and have you had good feedback on that from your clients as well that you've yeah. that you've supported with that yeah really, really yeah amazing good. amazing that's really good okay cool and um, so the fourth area is around physical health as well so um talk to me a bit more about how you are able to are you able to help your team members with physical health as well is it obviously you've got your yoga sessions and that sort of thing have you got anything else that you got up, the, up in your pipeline yeah so um pre this lockdown um we do offer gym membership so one of our local gyms we sign whoever wants to up to that that's got swimming pool and squash and uh, a gym and stuff that people go and classes that they go and use obviously that's all been shut down for the last few weeks um so in january we introduced a step challenge for the company so we had to do um i can't even remember how many it was it was a lot 500,000 steps or something between oh, us all. Um, yeah. 
so again we all you know some people manage a few thousand a day some people are going out doing 20,000 a day everybody's got their different but actually working together to meet that target that was set um, and then in February we set up similar again on the steps but um, where you had to choose a location that you wanted to go to during that month and depending on where you chose you then had to walk that distance so like mine I've got family down in Bath near the Bath area so I set that as my challenge well in February I'm going to walk and pretend to go see my family living (laughs) down there um so yeah it's just a range of different bits and pieces that everybody can engage with I suppose oh that's awesome Uh, I really like that idea actually having a step challenge one of the things uh, Maggie my wife and I uh we decided to do but it's fallen a bit by the wayside I think in February certainly because the weather was awful wasn't it with snow and stuff in January we did a really great job um we were intending for, for the 12 months to do Land's End to John O'Groats oh, yes. over the year I think it's something like 800 kilometers well I've signed up to do that running oh, from, oh really from January. yeah well I got into wow. running a bit last year and uh yeah, I thought there's another girl in the office doing it. I thought, well, I'll join her. I'll see what. Yeah, I'm way behind. <laughs> We're in March and I'm way, way behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think we are based on February, to be fair. I think we are. It worked out. You have to do four kilometres every day, I think, is what it worked out. Is that, does that sound about right to you? Yeah, yeah four, it does. Four kilometres, rain or shine, seven days a week, 365 days for the year is four kilometres. So maybe it's more, maybe it's 800 miles rather than 800 it's 874 miles. miles i think there we go well yeah. well remembered yeah okay fine yeah so it's about four kilometers which is what two and a half miles that's a fair distance every day without every day. without fail isn't it yeah particularly when there's i'll have snow to look you up now you know how you can look up the how other people are doing i'll have to go on and see you compare <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, yours <laughs> oh yeah bless you. yeah i um I've been doing it. To be fair, I, I enjoy a bit of running, but I'm a plodder. I'm not very. I think if it was timed, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I don't mind going distance. I've done the London Marathon twice. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, but awful times, awful times. Like, real, <laughs> you don't you know, look back with fun. Yeah, yeah, I got I got overtaken by the Eiffel Tower. You know. <laughs> Some guy dressed up as Goofy, he overtook me too. I was even overtaken by some geezer who was in, um, he was dressed up like in army wear and he must have been carrying probably about 40 kilos in a rucksack. And he still overtook me as well. So, but I finished it. I got my medal and I finished it. That's all that matters. You got there, you did what you needed to do. I was only racing against myself. That's what it's all about, right? (laughs) Very Um, much. Yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. So um, oh, one of the things, just going back to sustainability quickly, because I meant to ask a bit more, talk to me a bit more about the scooters, because we've not spoken about that before, Chelsea. What, what's the plan with the scooters? What are they? Yeah, the scooters, obviously, at the moment, they're in trials in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might have seen um, some of the local councils have put bright yellow um, scooters out with big helmets and stuff for people to be trialling trial in so they're the only ones that you're allowed to use on public land um but as in the rest of europe who are already way ahead and using them as a form of transport that could change in the uk at any moment so we're waiting for the legislation to come through so on the back of that and obviously with covid having hit public transport and car sharing and um all that sort of stuff is not being looked on as favourably by lots of people um, and the environmental side of the scooters um, 
as in they you can still go a fair distance on them before yeah. you need to charge them um yeah. is where it sort of stemmed the idea of well actually it's a good idea to move forward with definitely definitely here's, here's a funny story about the electric scooter so i've not been on one for a while uh but I, the first time i went on one was in dubai i was in sort of in in the town in dubai and they they were already quite popular over there it was around it was september 2019 pre-covid like six months pre-covid we went to dubai maggie and i her sister used to work for emirates and, and lived out there and we went and stayed out there it was amazing and uh neil her partner had uh well neil her partner had a scooter and his flatmate had a scooter which i went on so i'm sorry for shopping you neil <laughs> if, if your flatmate's listening i borrowed his scooter um but uh I was, I was just amazed at how fast they can go these were i don't know if they're the sort of standard ones but um it, I'm I'm a big guy and it was going like 20 mile an hour plus I think and they're really really quick and um they're so much fun <laughs> it was so yeah, so much fun quite a few samples that we've all um been taking home at weekends to work out which ones are the best and which ones we're going forward with and oh, yeah awesome. everybody's just had a right laugh on them it's been great they're amazing I am a bit scared about coming off to be honest though because they go that quick because if you're coming off you're going to hurt yourself yeah um you know that you are going to hurt yourself so it'll be interesting but then i suppose that links in nicely because you can do your ppe as well so you can start doing like helmets and stuff for your ppe love that full, full <laughs> circle amazing you got it all, got it all sussed out love that yeah. awesome okay so um so the fifth area the half dozen things to to enable greatness was around people development so yeah. I know you've got some really, really good strategies that you that you cover off with with your team. So talk to me a bit more about people development. Yeah, so we offer personal development time. Um, so that's a couple of hours every fortnight for people to do whatever they want to develop in. Um, so obviously we've had some people do it in courses that um, are part of their job so a marketing course or something and um, whereas we've had other people who've signed up wanting to learn another language um just because it's something they've always wanted to do so again it's totally up to the individual what they want to use that time for um, we also do a company book club and um, so at the moment we're green lights by matthew mcconaughey i don't know if you've read it no, but that's, what, uh, that's what everybody's reading um, okay at the moment and again people can use their personal development time to read that um, we then get together at the end of each month to just review what we've read and what we've taken away from that section of the book um, so yeah that's uh, that's working really really well and then um, men mentoring so we've um, again on the feedback again we've had from people uh, at their monthly one-to-ones mentoring's playing a part in terms of whether it's the area of the business that they're currently involved in or actually they're currently doing design but they would like to get more involved in marketing or they're doing systems but would like to do design or however it works but we're uh, we've got a mentoring scheme being set up for people to learn from each other internally um so that's fairly new that's sort of just in the process of being set up with everybody and then another one um the people development is Friday Spotlight so at the end of the week so I mentioned that we do a company meeting at the beginning of the week so first thing on a Monday at the end of the week um, about half four on a Friday we do 
a spotlight on a different person. Um, and we've just changed the format to this where it's um, people can ask any question they want of that person. So they're sport, sort of put in the hot seat. Um, and it's a great way just to find out different information about people you work with. So it used to be where we ask people to do a presentation and we've had quite a lot of people go, I'm not up for that. I can't cope. That's too much, you know, in front of all them people. Whereas actually just being sat there and somebody asking you questions, it's a lot more relaxed. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the people development few bits that we're doing at the moment. Wow. I think um, <clears throat> there's some really, really great initiatives there. Really great initiatives. And I love that, you know, rather than just doing it on bulk, you're doing it sort of a, a bit regularly at a time and allowing people time so the personal development time you're allowing that during normal working hours for example that people are able to just go and take a few hours out yeah every, every couple of weeks to on, on personal development that's uh that's fantastic what what sort of what are you seeing people picking to do is there like sort of quite a variety or are they are they picking to read a book or, or, or what sort of different things are they getting up to during that time and it's a right mixture so you know somebody's mentioned um learning to play a new musical instrument okay. we've got a new language we've got marketing courses um we've got webinars that people are saying that's not quite in my pd time or that's three hours can i do that and again it's the flexible side of it that yeah if that's something they want to develop in then go for it that's awesome that is awesome and do you do they kind of report back on that to you? So you sort of see a development of them or is it just something that it, it isn't really tracked? You just sort of let people, that it's very relaxed in that way. It is relaxed, but um, everybody has a one-to-one -one with their manager each month. So again, I suppose yeah. that's their touch point of, you know, what, what are you using it for? We have some people who don't use it at all, um, but the encouragement is, you know, that's your time to do something you want to be doing. We're not dictating that you have to go on that training course or you need to do that for your job, um, but use that time to do something you want. So, um yeah, it's I suppose each one to one managers tend to just go over to see see what people are doing. Awesome. Okay, and then and then the book club. So you've got Matthew McConaughey's book at the minute. I haven't I haven't, I haven't read it. Um, I do enjoy a book. So tell me, is it is it any good? <laughs> well, again, I'm a couple of chapters in, so I'm not as far ahead as everybody else. We did start it at the beginning of March. Um, okay. But yeah, he's just he makes it so easy. He's quite a comical guy. So yeah. Um, again, some of the books that we've read are quite businessy or do you know okay. what I mean they're quite whereas yeah. this one's a lot more um relaxed it's quite insightful really I've just mm -hmm. explored about him growing up and the relationship he had with his mom and his dad and um so yeah it's uh I would definitely recommend it but like I say I'm only a couple of chapters in so far but so far we're all good oh awesome awesome that's really good and um is that something which everyone gets involved in again or is it vol voluntary they, they can or they can't they, they don't necessarily have to if they don't want to do you keep that sort of fairly open we've actually asked everybody to do this one um, and yeah. so again with it being the start of the company year and um, we've set up i think there's seven um smaller book club teams so again it just makes it it narrows it down a bit and again mm -hmm. the company will buy a book and that can be either hard copy or we do audio because a lot of people like to listen to it when they're out and about whether it be walking or driving somewhere um so um yeah it's just again something to pull us all together um mm -hmm. and yeah 
And and what's the feedback been like on that? Because that's that's quite revolutionary, or it is to me anyway, where I come from. Um, obviously, I, I like to personally read a book, but I've not. None of the companies I work with do do anything like that. So I think that's really incredible. What what sort of the feedback been like? If people are listening and considering putting some implementing something similar, what what sort of feedback have you had on it? Has it been really good? Yeah, I think the big thing that we did at the beginning was to actually speak to everybody and actually ask what everybody wanted of a book. Because again, like I say, the big business books or there's certain what you know. If, if you don't normally read anything or you just read magazines, to then be presented with a big thick back hard-backed book is not people would run for miles so actually everybody voted I think everybody had a way of um being able to recommend a book that they would put forward and then we did a voting of uh which book everybody wanted to do everybody's been part part of the decision of what book we're doing as a company um and we had again just this weekend gone somebody who doesn't read um popped a message on slack to say that you know they're three chapters in they're loving it um you know yes he's listening to audio version but he'd actually quite like to read the hard copy so could we do that so that he can read the next few chapters by a hard copy so again we've had some really positive comments come come back from it amazing amazing that's really really good i uh I love that idea. I think that's a, a, it's just great actually going, do you know what? We're going to do the book club, but let's have some feedback and then we'll do a vote and and what have you. I think uh, I think that's incredible. Awesome stuff. Okay, and then and then from a mentoring point of view, do you have people who are sort of more experienced in their roles and they they sort of take that mentoring role with with new starters for example to help them go through that process? Is that is that what that means? Yeah, it can be a range of things. So we've had um Yes, we've had people who've been in the print industry for a number of years who are now working with some of our uh, more, you know, people who haven't been in the print industry at all, who's now teaching them the lingo, if you like, um, and what's what. And then we've had um, our uh, senior graphic designer and our uh, systems developer who have gone, well, actually, we've always, we want to learn more how to do coding I want to learn more how to do graphic design let's sit together on a few jobs and share how we both do our jobs to to broaden that so um like I say it's quite new it's in its infancy setting it all up um but it's just interesting to find you know we've had some people step forward wanting to be a mentor and then we've had other people who have said I want a mentor and it's just trying to work out who will fit with who and you know it's all well and good if you want to be a mentor, but if there's no one that's sort of suitable, it's nice to know for future people who might come on board awesome. that actually you'd be a great buddy for for them starting. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, and then sort of from that point of view, um, the the I'd like to ask you, but I'm going to hang on. We'll do the half dozen thing first, and then I'm going to give you some time to think about it. About we talked earlier about the five year plan, and essentially you've almost done that in in a year right so we'll talk about what the next five years is going to look like but in the meantime and then in the meantime what the half dozen area was training and having open and group training so um are you able to just sort of talk talk about that a bit more please chelsea yeah for sure um so again as part of the one-to-ones that we have with everybody it's getting everybody's ideas of what would be good training and what they would like or what they think from a company we're missing and um, so we've had obviously on the back of the spotlight presentations on a 
at the end of Friday, um, we've actually thought about people doing a public speaking course, not because they're going to speak in public, but just for confidence levels. Um, so again, that's been an idea that's been thrown out. Um, we've had internal training and external. So obviously you guys came in and did our first aid and fire. Um, and again, they worked really well because it was on a group. So instead of it being individual or in a classroom or whatever, it was great to get everybody together obviously COVID secure and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, that it, it worked really well. Yeah, bro. I think um, group group training can be a really good thing as well to do, can't it? I think having everyone together, it's, it's great doing per individual personal development, but also group training. And I know you've invested in some um, some training for your sales team as well, because actually my, my BDM was on it as well. Did you know that? I don't know if you knew I know that, that but... you knew him, but I didn't know your BGM. That's great. What's yeah, more yeah. world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Fred, so Fred Cope, shout out to Fred Cope's like he's actually been on the podcast. Oh wow. Shani's yeah. <laughs> actually listening. She's been very quiet in the background. But um yeah, when I when I took Shani on to do sort of business development for us, uh Fred had actually trained me back in the day. Um so I when I worked for Volvo Trucks um he'd done a consultative sales course I, I forget what it was called now the course fred will probably correct me now but he's recently come out with his pq partnering intelligence books which is a great book about sales recommend to anyone even non-sales people because i think it makes a lot of people sweat doesn't it the thought of sales yeah but actually fred lands it in a really well really great way because it's it's not selling so much or well, great selling isn't about selling it's about finding solutions for people right so and uh, yeah, in incredible stuff. And uh, yeah, so when when Charlie started, it must have sort of tied in because he started doing uh, doing these sessions. And I realised your team, two of your team, were on there as well, which is great. Small world, but his wife works for you as well, doesn't he? Yes, yes. Donna's uh, Donna's uh, yeah crucial part of the team. We couldn't live without Donna. <laughs> oh really? Right. Okay. That's amazing. What a small world, though. It is. It's, uh, <laughs> I find yeah, that incredible. It's, it's okay. lovely though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So thank you for running through your half dozen things. I, I think they're, they're, they're really great. And, um, I have a, uh, I'm part of a, what's the right word? Help lead a community at HR connect over coffee. Um, which is, was predominantly based in Peterborough. We used to meet up at the BGL offices there and, um, obviously since COVID we've, we've kind of gone online and sort of amended the community, but I know there's going to be a lot of people that will love listening to, uh, to those about and how they can help enable greatness in their people. Cause there's some really great ideas and great solutions there. So you've grown the experience you've been through going from 16 people in the last 12 months through to like three times more now. What, what sort of been the key learning, I suppose. And then I just want to sort of understand where, where's it going, you know, because I, I think you're laying great foundations for for future growth as well, aren't you, in the way that you're you're going about developing your team. So what, what sort of the plan as you as you go through? Two questions there, wasn't there? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, <laughs> Bad interviewer, aren't I? Rubbish. <laughs> Suck me. Um, I suppose, yeah, over the last few months, we've, um, one of the biggest things that we've, um, benefited from or that we've is our recruitment so how we recruit um has been fundamental to finding the right people to for, fill the roles that we've got I mean we've got some cracking people on board and you know it, it's our 
growth and where we are now is down to them doing what they're doing um so again our recruitment process of people have to leave a voicemail um and send a cv on our system so a lot of people the voicemail will throw a lot of people so again it just goes to show how much somebody wants to work with us and um, so it, it cuts out that so that will definitely be proceeding with that um what do you call it process if you like yeah, yeah. um i love so, that that's great so you get them to leave a voicemail i think that's amazing i've not again, heard of that either it it doesn't take up too much of your time you know like rather than having to sift all the cvs and everything that comes in again we had a business coach a few years back and it was them that recommended that that's what they did and we've obviously adapted that to what we've now been doing um so yeah it's like if, if you don't leave a voicemail you can't be that interested in in the role in working for us i mean we've had some brilliant um voicemails i've had um somebody leave a mary poppins sing voicemail it's just it's just yeah it's uh it, it definitely makes people stand out um by what they leave so um yeah I don't know if that's answered your question or not sorry yeah, no 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 it has so th- that's sort of given me some insight into into how you've gone through the recruitment process what's I guess sort of the final question is around sort of what what's the plan over the next as, as you sort of move into the future are you going to continue do you want to continue to grow at the pace that you're growing or are you going to slow it down it, like what, what what is the plan over the next sort of one two three years I think we do still want to grow so we've just set new targets of where we want to be going and for the next um company year and three years um however the pace that we've done no i don't think it's sustainable to do what we've done over the last 12 months um i think now we're concentrating on hopefully things settling down a bit um us you know being able to get back in the office together to share stuff and to be able to get out and see customers and suppliers and all that sort of thing um so yes we want growth but at at more of our pace rather than it just running away with itself a bit more (laughs) yeah of of course and um so the lockdown's been quite successful for you would you say yeah for sure I, i think it's a weird one because obviously yeah we hate covid you know covid19 so actually us doing the ppe it's quite a controversial we want you know the covid helps us sell the ppe so it it can be a little bit um hard getting your head around it at times if that makes sense yeah no sure it must must be quite hard to process but at the same time you're solving a problem for people aren't you by giving them good quality solutions to to the to the challenges they face which is what business is isn't it you know very much you know and that that's what we're all about we want it you know especially right at the beginning there was so many people ripping people off it was uh, Mm. disgusting so uh yeah it's good that we're able to do our bit to help support no amazing okay so just just to finish off then chelsea where where can people find you where can people find the businesses um you know, where, where should they come looking if they want to sort of do do business with you, Chelsea? So, um, what what should I give here? Should I give web address? Should I give? Whatever, yeah, no, that's fine. Whatever works best for you. So, you know, if people are listening and they want to learn more about trusted PPE, should they go to the website? Um, 
yeah, again, we've got, I suppose, trustedppe.co.uk is Trusted's website. We've got weareccm.co.uk. That's our company-wide um, website. Um, am I, do I give my personal email address? Because, again, people are more than welcome to contact me if there's anything we've spoken about that they'd like more information on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so probably looking you up on LinkedIn. Um, and then and then the other the other one is around if young people or, or people are looking for work and you're recruiting, have you got any sort of roles coming up soon? Anything that you're specifically looking for from people or have you got a bit of a, if you're great, you know, if, if you're if you're great, send us your CV and we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when something comes up, for example. A bit of both. So we've got a careers page on wearecm.co.uk um, where we can accept speculative CVs so that if any roles do come up that are suitable, um, you will be got in contact with. And we've also got a software developer role um, live at the moment. So if uh, that's of interest to anybody, obviously get in touch. Amazing. Chelsea, you've been an absolute star. Thank you so much for joining me as well. I hope uh, I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope the listeners have enjoyed it too. Um, there's Am I allowed ma- to mention one thing that I've forgotten? Oh, of course. Sorry. Yeah, of course. So we've, we've partnered with Mind this year for our charity of the year. And obviously we've spoke quite a bit about mental health and I forgot to mention Mind. Um, okay. So again, it's um, they're working with us to do some of our internal... Um, wellness sessions we've got a big raffle that's happening in may to help raise money for them um but again it's uh, they do such vital work that it would be nice just to obviously give them a mention as well awesome yeah what, a, what an amazing charity as well we um we always recommend mind in our in our sessions as well to signpost people because there's there's a wealth of great solutions just on their website you know there's fantastic sure. things that people can go and learn there so yeah no that's awesome chelsea um i I hope everyone's got some great value from this. I think there's been some really great insights. I, I love the evolution of CCM over the past 12 months and, and, and seeing what you've done. I think it's incredible, Chelsea. And um, I, I also think that the initiatives you've put in place are really, really futuristic and forward thinking as well. So I think people will get a lot of value from uh, from listening to, to the things you've put, put into place. I think it's incredible to see uh, a private business sort of triple in size over this period of time i think it's absolutely amazing so yeah i hope everyone's enjoyed listening and do tune in next week share it with your friends and uh, take care see you soon thank you so much for tuning in we really appreciate your time please do follow me at pete rushmer on linkedin or on facebook follow flagship training uk and you can find us on youtube too at flagship uk